0: Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you
1: It's the Luca Show. It's Thursday. I do hope you are keeping well. We are hurtling towards the end of uh, July, Luke. I'm a little bit scared. It's mad how quickly it all goes when you get older. Now, it's an old cliche thing that old people say. If you're
0: 18 years old and listen to this, you're thinking, I'll give it over, grandad. But it does get really fast the older (laughs) you get.
1: It does indeed. It does indeed. Did you read that uh, uh, this morning that uh, the super rich, 8 point, um, sorry, not 8. 3, 8.3, 83 uh, millionaires, it would be weird to have an 8.3 uh, amount of <laughs> I'm a third of a millionaire. 8, <laughs> 83 millionaires uh, have signed a letter asking for higher taxes. Uh, on the super rich to pay for uh, COVID nineteen recoveries in, in the US. I mean, I think that is very much um, people getting in front of a story uh, rather than uh, a genuine need uh, for them to jettison uh, uh, revenue and money and cash.
0: Well, some people um, would understand if they're clever that if they give away a load of money, it's, it's going to make them probably, it, particularly if you if you if you are somebody who relies entirely on kind of pr for your wealth and what i mean by that is you maybe sell some kind of product or you have some kind of business that Mm -hmm. result rolls around goodwill from the public it really i mean i'm I'm going to be less cynical than you here pete it really is a win-win right because you give Mm -hmm. away a load of your money which obviously gets hopefully used for the better for the greater good but it also sort of burnishes a reputation where more people are going to want to consume your shit so i perfectly understand that it makes it makes sense to me
1: no i completely agree well, well done them,
0: I guess. So how much of your wealth in are no you way. giving away, Peter?
1: <sighs> I mean, everything's tied up in uh, a lot of Bitcoin. <laughs> like you've I, got a, a lot of a tied to... up
0: in a business internet account, haven't you?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that, that's not good. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I, I reckon I have spent over the last four years something like cracking in for like sort of 10 grand's worth of uh, business internet. It's not even that fast. I went around a mate's house recently. It, the internet was insanely quick. I managed to download a video game in about 10 minutes. It was insane. Yeah. And, and I've got to put up with a 15-megabit line. We're not going to talk about technicals uh, on this podcast. I, I'm fairly certain that a lot of you aren't that interested in that kind of caper, but I am, and I'd like to apologize for some <laughs> it to the show all the time. Pete,
0: the other, the other thing it's worth mentioning when it comes to, I mean, I haven't seen this letter. I don't know who these people are, but I, mm. it is worth at least acknowledging if you take someone like Bill Gates and his
1: foundation, you would be the Melinda Gates Foundation. That, I mean- oh, what, the George Soros uh, co-funded co- uh, plan to, to, to make us all patsies? Yeah. yeah. The Chinese, What's a patsy? et cetera. What's a patsy? A patsy. What's a patsy? Like a, like a, like a pucks, like a like I a thought mark. it was a burger before it was cooked. A patty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but anyway, regardless of all that, the, that that foundation has given away forty-seven billion dollars.
1: Yeah, it's a like, kind it's of incredible. like amount of money that you can't you can't say that that you can't. That's why I don't sound like the, 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 the obviously. Uh, he's he's been very vocal on the need for vaccinations and 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 discovering a, a COVID nineteen vaccine, and he has for the last. 10 years been going on about the, you know, the greatest single threat uh, behind climate change to, 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 to the human race is um, viruses and disease and things like that. So it's not like it's out of character, but to, to characterise his, um, uh, his good nature and his charitable works as being somehow um, you know, a plot to take over the world... He's putting so much money into this. It's impossible to think of it as anything other than completely uh, benevolent. I, yeah. I can't. It's such a, 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 a ridiculous amount of money. I don't care how much PR he thinks he's going to get out of it, or how much his foundation is going to get out of it. It is an obscene amount of money, and the sort of money that probably other people, who you know, Jeff Bezos, for example, makes in about a day. Fair play, but it's still <laughs> a ridiculous amount of cash. Uh, there,
0: there have been some, I don't know enough about the issue, and we haven't planned this, so I can't go out of time to go and research it. But have a there have, stab. There have, okay, <laughs> like, there's just some a couple of bits of it are problematic, probably, and he's attracted yeah. criticism for, for investing in some controversial stuff. I expect because okay. partly because forty-seven billion dollars is a lot of money to keep track of.
1: Uh, I mm. imagine, yeah, and it probably it have probably a, permeates everywhere. I expect that's the reason. Probably have a, have a stab is the uh, pro-vaccine um, have uh, a stab. Have a stab. Have a stab. stab, a stab. So, uh, would you? How much of you have you made a billion dollars? How much of it would you give away, Pete? Um, I mean, I just just through bad investment. I'd lose so much of it. So you may as well, you know, if, if you know me uh, and you've got any um, foolhardy, stupid ideas, I mean, you know, get 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 uh, get your um, you know plan for 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 a massive investment of money. If I was a billionaire, because I. Uh suffer fools gladly. <laughs> yeah, suffer suffer fools willingly uh, yeah, and encouragingly. Right. But you know the, the old
0: Jeff Bezos thing? There's a there's a little-known fact about old Bezos that he – didn't he get a $400,000 loan from his parents to save Amazon at one point? Um, yeah, yeah. And he was operating yeah. out of his garage or something, and he, obviously that helped him on his way. So he's had a little bit of help. He's turned that into just a lot a, of money. Just a little bit.
1: Like how yeah. much – if you went to your mum and dad right now, how much money could you get out of them in a day? Oh, <laughs> like how much cash – None. Probably none. Well, I reckon. I reckon they've probably got five grand. I reckon. I reckon they've probably got five grand somewhere. Jeff Bezos I, I has that's... got one
0: hundred and eighty-nine billion dollars, <laughs> which is absolutely <laughs> incredible. It's just, it, it doesn't even make any sense. I was sort so like... of like,
1: and that he were sort of saying that like his, uh, you know, uh, his a friend, his friend is, um, he's waiting for his, 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 his. his Parents to, to to sadly pass on and 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 when they do he will uh, inherit a ridiculous amount of money and uh, a pretty that, decent sorry? country pile. I just just a friend oh, uh, really? who who's kind of wait, waiting for a, not waiting but he's expecting a, a bit of a windfall once his uh, once his, his parents sadly depart. This this plane. Um and yeah it, it, a ridiculous uh, size house in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere um, near London though um, is, is is clearly worth a lot more than than, than, than houses up north but. And I, my mum my and dad's house is like hundred grand, and in this and in this world, that's that's not even a deposit for a house near London, is it?
0: Um, hundred grand, you get a deposit so, so, for that, yeah.
1: But it's not going to it's not going yeah. to get you a house, is it? No, <laughs> no, no. But I sort of go, just. I don't know why anybody should be expecting any money from their parents. They've done no, their I bit. Agree. I agree. Let them sell a house. Do what you want. The problem is with my mum and dad is they don't do anything. So I don't know what they would possibly uh, be able to to do with a hundred thousand pounds. <laughs> how's um how's Stuart doing? He's all right. Yeah, he's uh, he's made some. Um, I think he may have made some medical masks. The, the, the family WhatsApp is a buzz with noise because my, my my sister's just had a new baby, yeah. um, and uh, so my dad's so my dad's kind of photoshops and daddy WhatsApps uh, forward and uh, kind of fall by the wayside to, next to um, cute pictures of, of the two Bens uh, hanging out with each other. But, like, yeah, my dad, I think he made... Is that how I we stop dad's made... app groups, Pete? Is that how we stop the just... really
0: insidious dad's app groups, just
1: endless grandchildren? Yes, and we just gotta get fucking. That's what we got. <laughs> just get fucking and so that the dad's app just feel like um family WhatsApp groups aren't the place to put their naughty little frequently a bit sexy uh um uh, whatsapp pictures um uh, but yeah it, yeah he's I think he may have made some masks out of his pants. I think that was like, that's the funniest thing I can think of. I think he made it out of some old box of shorts. Old pants. Uh, some medical masks. Some old pants. Uh, I'm fairly certain. I'm 99% certain that, um, as a bit, bit of a joke, uh, my dad made some medical pants, uh, medical masks out of his own pants. So, uh, <laughs> got, got level that level. That, I mean, that's kind only, of what's happening in this. Can't, can't he <laughs> you use like a
0: less that? potentially contaminated item of clothing, like a shirt or something?
1: Yeah. He, yes, he could, is the answer. Is the short answer? Yes, he could. But I think in the same way he's got a bone hanging around his neck uh, that was taken out of his foot, I think he likes the danger. I think yeah. he likes the problems.
0: Fair enough. Um, when I went back yeah. to see my parents, my last, my dad was fiddling with the circuit board from an electric toilet from a caravan. Nice. Lovely old so, job. Yeah, he's, my dad loves looking at circuit boards. It's like his thing.
1: Nice. So oh, i tell you that he also too, rusted down
0: me. a massive anvil as well.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. I didn't know. Well, I sort of like dremelled it until it was um, beautiful and shiny. Just cleaned it up. Yeah, lovely old it. job, um, yeah. Peter.
0: Have you heard the frankly troubling news that um, we are very close to losing the European hamster? It's now been added to the critically endangered list. How'd that um, happen?
1: How well, did that happen? We've got so, so
0: many houses in our houses. No, it's a little bit of a misconception, chiefly because you if you think of a communal garden pet hamster, that's generally a Syrian hamster or a dwarf oh, hamster. The European nice. hamsters are, are much bigger, um, uh, but they could sadly go to go to the wall, so to speak, get extinct in the next 30 years um, due to um, deforestation. Although it's sort of parts some parts of the world. I think they're quite voraciously hunted as well um and also on that um type something a bit closer to home for you um 33 species of lemur have now been added to the critically endangered list which now means that 103 of the 107 different types of lemur in the world are now threatened with extinction
1: how do you start like where do you st- like if you've got that many uh, uh kinds of lemurs on your on your list where do you, who do you start with like which ones do you Prioritize because presumably yeah. they're on the same in the same like classification.
0: It, lemurs are the ones that you only find in Madagascar, right? Yeah, they've yeah. they've evolved um, independently of anything else. They're endemic to to Madagascar, right? I think so. I mean, I guess that you could probably try and um, conserve them there. But there's a, the, what the other thing is. The um, there's um, they've just finished scientists, biologists, or whether they are yeah, I guess in this case marine biologists have reached, just finished a massive study um on the North Atlantic whale, um which started mm. um in twenty eighteen I think. And apparently they could only find two hundred and fifty of them. So um that they're about to go they're about to pop their clothes as well. And mm. finally for now, Peter, if you want to ask a real question about the European hamster, is surprise, surprise, they're used in Chinese medicine to treat kidney and lung diseases. So of
1: course yes, yes.
0: I mean which is <laughs> Just... mad. So um, sadly, <laughs> the news from the natural world. I uh, know you're not that bothered about the natural world, unless it involves chimps. Um, it's not. Chimps it's not good news.
1: Not ideal. Not ideal. You would say, yeah. Um, lem. I mean, again, I, it, is is the ringtail lemur in there? I imagine not, because you see a lot of them. If you, if you sort of think of lemur, you just think of like a black and white mint, don't you?
0: They always use the ringtail lemur as the um, as the photo accompanying the story.
1: Yeah, because it looks yeah. the
0: best. Um, And I think it might be one of the biggest as well. They're they're listed as endangered, not critically endangered. Um, But maybe that'll be updated. But it's kind of weird to think of because, interestingly enough, I know there'll be a lot of lemurs in captivity around the world and stuff. But for 107 different types of an animal to only be present on one island, which relatively speaking, compared to the rest of the world, isn't that big. I know Madagascar is Mm. quite big, but it's not that big. Um, it's it's incredibly dangerous. If anything could happen to that island, or anything, you know, whether it be, whether it be politically or, or naturally, would happen to that island, then they're all completely they're in big trouble. Who's going to save yeah, the lemurs?
1: Who's going to save the lemurs? But the uh, but the, 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 uh, you you would argue that I mean, if you're going to look at the animal kingdom as a whole. Um, They've had their time. They, they've grown weird snouts because they've had no natural predators. So they've, they've, they, they don't look like any other uh, uh primates. so that's why they look so strange. So they've had their time. Humans have come oh. along, fucked it all up. Get it. Get rid of it! Get rid of them! Weird, <laughs> We're re- weird goths. Weird <laughs> primate
0: goths. And then and the pandas—they're the most gothic. Um, <laughs> Pete, what you know? We always talk about the animal kingdom, mm. right? Who for you? If if someone said to you, "It's an animal kingdom." you have to bestow the status of king and queen mm. on the animal kingdom using a certain species. What species would you pick?
1: Well, I'm, I'm getting to the sort of age where I sort of respect my elders, and I never thought I'd get there. So I would probably go for the oldest-looking um, animal. It'd probably be like a tortoise or an old lizard. A giant tortoise? Yeah, a gecko, a gecko. Look, if you cut, there's, a lot of, the uh, there's a lot tortoise. of animals. Can't get anything done okay what if you yeah if you get, if you can't respect an animal that can um sort of magnetically stick to what appears to be a sheer surface on a sub- on on an atomic level i think you're um you've you've gone you've got a little wayward, i think my son
0: yeah the i think i think if you people who who, who cite the old um the old tortoise because they live so long isn't it the Greenland shark that lives like they definitely? They, they, scientists have been able to like confirmed using radiocarbon testing a Greenland shark that was at least two hundred and seventy-two years old. Lobsters oh, is it squid?
1: Squid are technically immortal, a, a aren't they? but I don't really understand all that. There's, like there's a it.
0: couple of animals that can can endlessly replicate. I think, yeah, but mm. I would I would probably give it to the humble elephant, Pete.
1: Yeah. They uh, they've been hunted for long enough, and they've got symbolically they've, they've got they, they such, resonate a lot, don't they? They do. They've got lovely little trunks and their ears the same shape as um, uh, continents, inexplicably. Um, yeah, good, Give them good that. name recognition. Give them Everyone that. knows what an elephant is. The last thing very you easy want, to draw. Yeah,
0: exactly that. So kids can get involved. The last thing you mm. want when you're bestowing the title of king or queen on an animal kingdom is large parts of the world to not know what it is.
1: Are you yeah, not going to have yeah. that of an elephant? Well, n- once they kick the the mammoths to the uh, to the curb, um, you know they've got they've got free rein now, haven't they? It'd be good if mammoths made a comeback. Actually, there's a lot of uh, talk oh, d- about that. They, look, Always they've been away about. for too fu- there's, look, they've been away for too long, and I for one would like to see another album from the from the mammoths. <laughs> the least. most overly hyped thing in the world possibly is the
0: talk of re reintroducing the woolly mammoth. Never happens. Always talked about never <laughs> happens. Not in a single one.
1: Uh, no, exactly. Boring. Bore off. Yeah. But then yeah. but then you sort of think, oh maybe maybe they just all went back to the sea. Because we've we've only mapped like twenty percent of the of the ocean. So like let's have a bit you of that. They probably, probably just went back in. I had a go. I had a go. <laughs> had a a go. Off the coast of Hartlepool. Yeah. Part looked of a, Greek at, a looked at A wind farm.
0: I've named <laughs> all wind farms name a house. <laughs> exactly. Well, how do you? Where do you stand on wind farms? Where do the people of Hartlepool stand on wind farms?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We haven't got many, but we should have, I guess, because it's very windy up there, very chilly. I think they but look uh, fucking cool. I think they look fucking cool. I, I think they're. Um, have you ever seen the ones in like um, in America where you sort of like drive through a state and out out in the sticks, you'll just have this hill um, where they'll just be like. It's like they've kind of sprouted up. They're like trees that have sort of sprouted up. They look so cool. Uh, and sometimes they, uh, the 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 sheer force of the wind strips the um, strips the legs off them. Sometimes they fall over. Lovely old job. Exciting. Oh, that's, that's if anything, that's embarrassing for them. They're, they're specifically put
0: there to deal with the wind. Oh, too much wind. Yeah. Oh, oh, too it's much. Like, it's like working at McDonald's and going, oh, it's just it's too many burgers. That's what you signed up for. <laughs> what you signed up for if a wind turbine is falling over due to wind that Mm. is i'm afraid quite poor on that note peter let's have a little break and when we come back we'll do some emails i've got a brilliant one here about an old lady being buried oh
1: head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out
0: Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you
1: Join me, Pete Donaldson, and Japan-based YouTuber Chris Broad every Wednesday as we offer the lowdown on what's happening in one of the most unique and exciting countries in the world. The Abroad in Japan podcast is home to all things Japan, from things to do... So today we've come to you guys with 12 places in Japan that nobody knows about. To the bizarre... When I moved into my new apartment last year, the police guy came to my door, mm. knocked on my door, I opened it, it was a policeman, and he said to me, in English, I am Japanese policeman. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, That's the best introduction you could possibly do as a Japanese policeman. <laughs> to the downright filthy. And for those of you who don't know what a tenger is... Pete and I did discuss how to describe it best before doing the podcast, and I'll let Pete describe what a tenger is. What is it, Pete? It's a solo, male, silicon-based odinist's aid, so to speak. Brilliant. New episodes every single Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. A Road in Japan is a Takano production. And we're back. It's the Luke and Pete show, part two of your working week. I do hope you're having a, a cracking Thursday or whenever you manage to uh, catch up to us. Um... I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by uh, Luke Moore. Uh, Luke, you promised me a harrowing story about an old lady. Yeah, I've got one here.
0: And Before I get into it, though, I want to tell people in no uncertain terms that just because Ooh. their work situation might have changed, i.e. they're not commuting as much, that's no excuse not to listen to this show. Find the time, okay? Yes. We find the time. You should also find the time. <laughs> it's not acceptable. Don't want your excuses. Stop telling off our listeners. Sorry. Um, here we go. Um, this is from Kieran, who says, um, Evening, gents. Listen to this week's, which I guess was last week's, fairly grim discussion mm. on graves and the prevalence of cremations. And I thought I'd be able to add a few topics to the discussion. Okay. Number one, grave burials are very much still a done thing in Ireland. And the Irish wake is very much still part of the Roman Catholic process. If you're not familiar mm. with that, essentially it means in the three days before the funeral, the coffin sits in the person's house open and everyone in the community essentially goes in, says their goodbyes, and has tea and sandwiches. It's exactly as mental as it sounds. Um, Number two, next, as a random cross-section of the two topics of preserving life and grave robbers, I'd like to draw the story of Marjorie McCall of Lurgan, Northern Ireland, to your attention, who was buried twice but only died once. In 1695, Marjorie caught a fever. And believed to be dead, her family held awake and promptly buried her. Soon after she was laid to rest, grave robbers who regularly ransacked newly buried coffins back then dug her up and attempted to steal a valuable ring she was still wearing. Unable to remove the ring from her finger, the robbers decided to cut the finger off. But as soon as they began their gruesome uh, task, the lady awoke and as the story goes, she scared the devil out of the grave robbers
1: who then skedaddled. Keep up the good work, Kieran. I mean, is this like a situation where I remember when I was at uh, Cub Scouts and, and uh, quite apart from the horrors I experienced elsewhere in, the, in that particular organisation, um, uh, <laughs> I remember a ghost story situation kind of happening around a campfire and somebody doing an amazing rendition of a who's got my middle finger, who's got my middle finger. Uh, you know, Grave robbers has stolen stolen the middle finger of a woman and, and she was out for revenge. And, oh, man, that, that takes me back, that, that, kind, of, that kind of story.
0: It's quite frightening, really. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little what, bit what's, what's, and I mean, the most frightening thing that happened to you at the Cubs, we can't get into, can we? Uh, well, I think we talked we talked about it before.
1: I was yeah, touched it's up not by going to again. Let's not go into it. <laughs> again. But the thing is, <laughs> not, Pete, Mike, not like, like not not below the trousers, not below, yeah, not below no, the belt. No, above. That's that's the motto of the this belt. show. Nothing below the
0: trousers. <laughs> nothing and, below and the we, trousers. We um, we have to understand though, Pete, with the story that Kieran has kindly shared with us. It happened in 1695. What's the veracity of it? What's
1: the veracity? It was in the National Enquirer. Ye the National Enquirer, bullshit. It was in the Daily Sport.
0: Yeah, Kieran <laughs> did include a BBC link. I haven't clicked on it, so I don't right. know if it's true or not. But it's like, from, it does from make you think. The 1600s. That, I mean, how do you know what's happened? What's the what's the statute of limitations here? Because I'm telling you now, if it happened before. Basically, with the age of the internet and, and everything being mm. so confusing these days, with deep fakes and all the rest of it, if it happened before last Tuesday, I don't even know if it actually happened.
1: <laughs> there's a. Uh, do you say that somebody found a mummy that had been murdered? Not a oh. mummy, like a, like a, just a body that had been murdered doing the HS2 uh, thing, or maybe He's yeah, murdered HS2. a body. They murdered a body to bits. Yeah, um, yeah there, there was like a there's like a, a skeleton that had been. I think hitting the back of the head or something, but yeah, they were. Everyone was doing some kind of like because everyone's obsessed with like true crime at the moment. We're, we're kind of doing our own kind of like literal and figurative digging about uh bodies that, that they're finding in uh, yeah. uh, uh as they go through. But yeah, if you are a um if you're like a, a person who's sort of digging the the, the seams, sort of speak, for this uh for this uh engineering marvel that is HS2, are you not sort of thinking we're you know are you we're actually barreling through a yeah? load of crossrail yeah, yeah yeah not cross yeah not HS2 they've not started that yet have they um, so. um yeah crossrail and yeah they, they they got this body but like can are you not sort of thinking i might find like some roman coins i might find some like buried treasure is there not is there a statue are you, are you legally allowed to keep what you you find or does it have to go to the, to the queen or something i think the the general
0: rule this might be a myth actually but um i i've read before that um, if you find something in a field or whatever, you have to dig it up, i.e. it's mm, not just lying yeah, there. Yeah. First of all, you need permission from the landowner, which I guess in this case would be covered. And secondly, I think it's split evenly between the landowner and the person that discovered it.
1: I think, yeah, I think that, I think that might be the but, case. But,
0: um, interestingly enough, on the crossrail thing, there was an article a while back um, about the things that had been found so far during those excavations. There was a mm. massive plague pit found, wasn't there?
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was
0: also there was also a pair of medieval ice skates fashioned from animal bones.
1: (laughs) What? I didn't see that
0: one. Yeah, and a Tudor bowling (laughs) ball. And the reason I know this is because there was an (laughs) exhibition. They found so much stuff that they actually did like an impromptu museum exhibition about it. Mm.
1: Lovely old job. A medieval
0: bowling ball.
1: Well, well, imagine fashioning some some ice skates out of (laughs) ice skates out of a little monkey's head. Like in uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's cracking stuff. Actually. I wonder if people gonna, have ever gonna dug, gonna I wonder if
0: anyone, any of our listeners have ever dug something interesting up.
1: Yeah, we've done like gardens, but like, I guess people have jobs where they may do some digging. They may be miners or they may be, may be this or that. But I, do, yeah. I, like, I guess if you're working for a mining company or you're working for um, your cross rails, you're working for London Transport there, so you're on the clock. So whatever you find goes to old LT, doesn't it? I'd be
0: shoving it straight it in, in my pocket.
1: I, oh me Totally, of course. I'd be I'd be yeah, I'd be definitely doing that. I wouldn't be telling anyone. The problem comes think...
0: to when you want to sell it or whatever, because you know there was a guy mm. on the Antiques Roadshow actually on Sunday who um had he basically had this this glass bus light yeah. What could I had <laughs> yeah, a bus light yeah in the in the package. Seven ninety five it was worth Seven ninety five. Like, There's a guy who had a had a um he was a Middle Eastern guy and mm. and it really it really made me to sit up and take notice because of course on the Luke and Pete show recently we've been talking about the prevalence of glass and glass making, you know, in the early in the early years, early ages and stuff. And um, he had this glass vessel, this guy, that he, hmm. he he had got from Syria. Now apparently I didn't know this and this this actually plays into the chat we were having about Far East and whether they had glass and what it was like in Europe. Well apparently this, the the world center of glass making in ancient times was in syria in damascus right that was the place right that was the, that was the place for it um and um i haven't researched further into that i don't know why but apparently that was the place and this guy had this glass vessel that he had um, bought for 800 pounds when he was in um, that part of the world and it was purporting to be i think like i think it was purporting to be from the 11th century so the, the mm. way the guy, the way the guy dated it, is it, it, the expert was saying, "Look, if what you're saying is true, this is the oldest piece of glass I've ever handled, and it's from around the same sort of time as the Norman Conquest in in the UK, obviously 1066, right?" And he said, "How much you pay for it?" And the guy said, "Oh, uh, I paid eight hundred pounds for it." And he said, "Okay, let's have a look at it." And it turned out that it was fake; that it had been um, aged um, uh, artificially. Oh, no. It had been used in a certain technique that wasn't around at that time so it couldn't have been real <laughs> but uh, it was quite funny because the antique expert was so encouraged and so excited that this guy had kind of tried to put his money where his mouth is and buy this amazing piece of glass he said do you know what i'm going to value this at 800 quid <laughs> he was like, all right thank you no worries no problem you, yeah, you, you can come wh- back if i'm wrong and i'll buy it for 800 quid how about that and he was like all right yeah thanks it was a very nice moment so he thought oh, he i like was, that a lot because pete the other thing was i think he was he was saying that if um it, there are examples of, of, of in quite good condition because they've been buried for whatever reason, they've been discovered, mm. pieces of glass from Damascus in that time, thousands of years ago, uh, in this case, that have sold for, I think, like seven figures plus, like millions of pounds. Yeah.
1: Which can is you, incredible can you imagine, but Can you imagine um, uh, a, a, a modern archaeologist and a modern historian kind of looking at how... You know the, these kind of trinkets and bits and bobs have survived so much and, and such such a um, such upheaval and, and 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 looking at how places like Syria, Iran uh, 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 are being treated and are treating their own people and treating you know how how they are perceived in the world, um, and and so therefore archaeologists can't come in and 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 enjoy the rich historical uh, yeah. uh, history uh, the historical history uh, of, of of the place and they must. They've seen generations of, of, of rulers coming in and going out, and, and 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 these places being one of the most important parts of the world of the of this sort of proto modern world. You, you've got to be you've got to be pretty fucking angry about how modern politics uh, has is preventing you from going into countries and and and, and learning more about your, your favorite subject. Well- Imagine well, yeah. if you're like a Middle East kind of expert on, on, that, you know, on, on pottery or, or glass or something like that, and you literally can't access these countries because of tedious fucking tribal and international uh, politics.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's a really good point. And I think, you know, there's a, a lot of hand-wringing and a lot of soul-searching around somewhere like the British Museum, as we talked about before. When you go there, it's actually quite apologetic now. All the signs are kind of a bit like, oh, this was taken by so-and-so at this point from this place. And now we're in discussions with the government of this country to talk about returning it. And it's like all that kind Mm. of stuff. But but the other thing that's worth bearing in mind is that I'm only talking pertaining to this country now because that's what I've read. I don't know about other countries. But in this country, the preservation of old stuff whether it be a building or an artifact or whatever, is actually quite a modern phenomenon. Like I think it only right. really started in like Victorian times. The the amount of things that have just been burnt to the ground, not considered, particularly in the places like times like the Dark Ages, it's just unbelievable. Mm. The amount of stuff that would have been lost over the years is is absolutely like staggering. Let like, think of something as well like um back in the day, something like the bonfire of the Vanities where a mm. load of stuff was essentially burnt because it was, you know, it was seen to be um, sacrilegious or whatever. And I, th- I think, I mean, I might have got this wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that like hundreds of what would now be priceless paintings were just burnt because they were seen as fake, fake idols and stuff, and they've been mm. lost forever. You know.
1: I like it. I like starting again. Control Alt Delete. Let's start again. I'm not saving it. Save as. Fuck off. <laughs> let's start, let's let's make some new stuff apparently, yeah,
0: cosmetics, art, books and stuff in Florence were were burnt in the late fifteenth century um as part of a festival. Um as a dedication to, to, to one thing or another, yeah. Just because because I guess it was it they were seen as sinful, so
1: mad. I mean the amount of lead paint they used to use back then I would not want to inhale that. Can <laughs> Burning we burn? a big pile can we burn some old episodes of this show? Perhaps. Can we burn podcasts? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine that. Anyway, um, if you want to get to the show, hello at Luke and Pete show is the way to do it. Where can we be found on um, on Twitter, Luke?
0: It's at Luke and Pete show. I occasionally share pictures that people have sent me of different weird brands of batteries. I reply mm. to interesting stuff on there. Pete doesn't even know the password, so you won't get anything from him on there. No. Nope. Um, but you might get in touch with me if you get in touch on Twitter at Luke and Pete Show. Yeah,
1: lovely old job. Well, I'm gonna uh, ship off and, and and edit this podcast and, and probably put it up if you if you're really really nice to me, Luke. Yeah, well, it
0: would be a bit of a waste of time otherwise, wouldn't it? Take all the
1: boring <laughs> stuff. Out, <laughs> <Luke. Yeah. laughs> it's a two minute show. <laughs> nice uh, we'll one. be back on. I'll see Monday you on Monday for another voice. two minute one. <laughs> <laughs> Have see a cracking weekend, everyone. Bye bye.
0: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any
1: other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everyone.
0: Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you